Last week, Sony Corporation and WS Audiology announced that they have entered into a partnership collaboration with the intent of supplying new products and services in the over-the-counter, self-fitting hearing aid market in the United States. Here to discuss this partnership is Martin Bartmentlo, Chief Marketing Officer and President of the OTC segment for WS Audiology. Before we dive into the specifics of this partnership, Martin, could you kindly share your background and current role? Yes, and, th and thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to, to give you our perspective on this uh, exciting partnership. But my name is, as you said, Martin Barmentlo. Um, I work for WS Audiology, overlook all marketing activities for the group worldwide, and also have uh, have the honor to, to lead the efforts in, uh, in OTC. Um, I have been in the industry, I think now in total, for about... Uh, you know, ten years. Um, I have a, I have a background before that in uh, in various consumer healthcare industries where um, you know we sold consumer products through uh, healthcare professionals um, like the hearing care professionals are of course extremely important in in our industry. Yeah, and and Martin, before we move into the conversation on the partnership, if I can ask the question, what is WSA's position? on the recently passed OTC bill? As you may know, right, our purpose is to bring wonderful sound for all. And if you look at the worldwide population um, as a total industry, right? So industry together with, with, with our hearing care professional partners, we are not addressing all consumers. Uh, in fact, only 15% worldwide approximately. And in the US uh, where audiology is of course very well developed, um, there's still about two out of three consumers that would benefit from uh, a hearing aid, right? Do not get one today. So there is a big opportunity out there for all of us to, to bring you know, the, the, the miracle of uh, hearing back to more consumers in, in the US. This opportunity to now augment right, the distribution of, uh, of hearing health solutions to consumers via more channels that is being enabled by this uh, by this new law is therefore uh, something that is good for the consumers. Um, I can also explain why we believe it is also a good opportunity for the hearing care professionals, and it is also a good opportunity for us to deliver on our purpose. Yeah, the, the OTC bill was designed to, to help the entire uh, market, not just the consumer, but also the providers. And, and as we discuss this partnership, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into, uh, um, you know, the, the discussion of, of how this is going to help the providers, because I think uh, it's, uh, it's critical that they understand that their role in this, uh, in this whole process uh, is still very much paramount uh, in the success of the individual. Absolutely. Um, so, so, so this partnership that is now taking place and that has now been announced, uh, I, you know, there's a YouTube video and some news clips, and it was interesting to me to learn that Sony approached WSA. I mean, I'm not surprised that they approached the hearing care market and that they approached a, a uh, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the 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 better hearing aid companies in the in the marketplace. Uh, but can you talk a little bit about why they approached you and how this partnership kind of developed? Yes, so I think it is. It's good that you. Pick up. I think in 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 a partnership, right? There's two parties that come together, um, and and it is interesting, right? When we when we discussed this uh, with uh, with Sony, 
um, they looked at the opportunity and, and looked, of course, first at, you know, can we do this ourselves? Or are there essential elements of what it takes to be successful that we can do faster or better by partnering up with somebody else? In parallel, we did the same. We did quite a bit of market research in the US to see what would be the expectations of consumers when it comes to the emerging OTC category. Um, and then we learned that um, you know a trusted brand i think was was something that was quite essential for for consumers in this in this emerging space and of course uh, the availability of the product in channels that are different than than the professional channels on top of you know getting it through the professional channels um and and then we realized right that uh, that teaming up with a partner that has a heritage in um, in sound uh, has a strong consumer brand that is related to sound, um, is as committed as we are to to innovation, and has access to distribution channels where we are normally not operating with, would actually augment what we uh, see as success criteria as well. So I think it, it was a bit of a process of, of the two parties doing things in parallel. And then I think we did uh, uh, in the end meet and, and started to talk. And I think that's also why fairly quickly into the discussions parties recognized that uh, that the two companies together could actually really help right this category uh, become a success yeah and, and one of the interesting things that that i've read is the, the the quote it says the technology needs to catch up to serve the new consumer market and so i think as both parties were looking at this partnership it led to this whole discussion that there's a gap and each party could bring a certain aspect in order to close that gap and improve uh, not only the um, the technology but the uh, the service delivery aspect as well. Exactly, and and I think it is important, right, when we when we look at the opportunity space that we also recognize that where we are today, right. I think in particular in the U.S. market, there is a you know a a, a good network of uh, audiologists and hearing care professionals that deliver outstanding service right to those customers that that they serve um and we also believe right that the best hearing care that any individual worldwide would be able to get is through an audiologist right i mean that is not the reality is only that a lot of consumers today do not yet do that now in order to still deliver a a good level of care um we need to develop new solutions that do not only have the component of delivering right the the, the amplification that the uh, that the patients need, but also help the consumers through the process of adjusting the hearing aid right to their individual needs. Again, the best way to do that is to go to the audiologist. Um, but for those consumers that don't do that, we have to offer in the solution not only the, the hardware but also you know a workflow where the where we take the consumer to to do the self-fitting um and and that is what i was referring to in the in the interview when i say the technology needs to catch up yeah so just just so that uh i'm understanding this <clears throat> you know there's there's two segments there's going to be it looks like a provider uh, assisted segment and then there's going to be a self-fit segment where the consumer is do-it-yourself. Am I am I understanding that correctly? That's that that's correct. 
I think the the other aspect that I think is worth mentioning here, right, and in particular um, for the audience, is in the research we did, we asked consumers, where would you expect to find OTC solutions? And and it is encouraging, right, that a lot of consumers said we expect to find OTC solutions in the professional channels, right? They also expect it to be available online. They also expect it to be available in big box retailers, but they also expect it to be uh, available in the professional channels. And that's why we believe, right, that also for the existing customers uh, of our brands, this is an opportunity, right? They can offer a broader palette of solutions to the people that walk into, into their door. Um, and it can make uh, their business uh, grow faster and, uh, and, 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 and then serve more consumers, which is what drives right, all the hearing care professionals to their clinic every day. Yeah, and, and, and as you're talking, and as I was you know, watching some of the, the media that was out, what really strikes me is this balance or this partnership between the two companies you know, although it's dealing with the hearing impairment and the loss and the provider and the patient's difficulties, it's also expanding in the needs of communication and wellness and health and some of these other categories by potentially making devices smaller or making them more unique. Can you talk a little bit about that piece of that partnership? Yes. So I, I think I, we're very pleased, right, that it is a partnership that is more than simply, you know, a, a brand license or, or a distribution agreement, right? It's truly a partnership where both parties bring all of their strong assets. And, and the technological element is, is very important. I think we all know that in the last decades, miniaturization has brought a lot of benefits to the hearing care market. Um, and, and this is something we're very good at, but obviously our partner Sony is also extremely good in miniaturization. And miniaturization gives also the opportunity to augment the offering, right? To bring new benefits. And, and one of the big new benefits, right? That we have recently brought into the category is rechargeable, rechargeable hearing aids. In the beginning, they were bigger than non-rechargeable, but now they are also very, very, very tiny and small. I think another element is the connectivity, right? To, to the, the cell phones, which basically connects, right? The hearing instruments, to the outside world of the of the of the consumer, and when you when you start to think about the 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 things that our partner Sony can bring to bear, um, being also very strong in entertainment and in wellness solutions, etc., I think there we have a, a world opening of, of opportunities. Of course, right, that is longer longer term, right? Um, but uh, it, it it gives. A lot of opportunities, right? To 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 continue to make these devices and solutions um, be more and more something that consumers really want, right? And because that's one of the challenges in hearing care. Consumers need hearing aids. A lot of consumers don't want them, and and we see that you know by bringing the 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 strengths of both parties together, again um, make these devices and solutions also more desirable, right, for more consumers. And with that, we want to contribute to a higher penetration, right, of, of hearing care solutions amongst those consumers that need it. 
Yeah, and that's one of the questions I was going to ask you is it, it sounds like there's an opportunity here to lessen barriers, whether it's accessibility, whether it's stigma, whether it's generational differences where the younger generation is more apt to streaming versus the older generation. Uh, it just sounds like this partnership is going to cast a wider net. And as you pointed out, we'll find out down the road how much of an increase that's going to be in the, in the penetration uh, of these devices and how much the benefit of these devices that these individuals are going to gain over time. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I, I told you in the beginning, right, that I have a background in, in consumer healthcare industries. And, and I've also been in an industry that um, that used to have very low penetration and has very high penetration today, that is power toothbrushes. And there we also saw, right, that opening up new channels, broadening the scope of, uh, of the solutions, in the end, drive penetration. And I think it is our joint responsibility to make sure that we convert this opportunity that is out there now into an opportunity to serve more consumers. Right? If the only thing we manage to do is to not grow the market um, and just have more options, I, I think then we have not delivered on uh, on not on our own purpose, not on the purpose of why this law was you know passed through uh, U.S. government, and also not on you know the purpose that all the hearing care professionals right in 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 the U.S. have, and they want to serve also as many consumers as they, as they can. So it, it is a bit of a joint responsibility, but I think the data also show that uh, that there is growth opportunity, right? A, a big survey done in the US shows that of those consumers that have hearing loss have not yet decided to buy a hearing aid, um, a lot of them would actually consider buying it if OTC devices would be available, right? So there is clear indication in the research that we will expand the market and pull more consumers in that today for you know for various reasons right um are not yet uh, being served now you mentioned barriers i think that is very important element right there is an there is an excess uh, awareness and affordability uh, right when you when you look at, uh, at at the big barriers and 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 of course stigma and uh, and and i think you know with this partnership i think we can address Quite quite a number of those of those barriers, um, you know, stigma. I think um, the Sony brand will also uh, make you know the solution more desirable from you know and more appealing to to a younger audience. Um, but certainly also right to uh, to, uh, to to elderly, and um, and I think the uh, you know the form factors that we are going to offer. Um, are going to play an important role there, right? And I think we've all learned that that is important in this industry, and we have the plans to continue to to evolve in 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 that area. Um, and then, of course, the availability through different sales channels, right? That works on the access; it makes it easier to to enter the category. Um, and uh, and and of course, right? Is for some consumers uh, affordability is is also uh, an issue, and and and. You know, the OTC category is also right uh, supposed to help and, and and will help in in that aspect as well. So I I think I I see that that we can really help work on these barriers. I think we should also realize that you know with with one or two months into 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 you know a new world with this category or or maybe a year when we haven't solved 
all the problems of all the consumers, right, that are today not entering the category. So it will take some time for this to grow. Um, but I think it is a great opportunity. Uh, and as I said, for consumers, absolutely also for the existing uh, hearing care professional channel. And of course, right, for for us to deliver on our purpose. Yeah. And, and, and just to clarify on the brand, and, and I really appreciate your commentary here, but on the brand, my understanding is, is the initial brand is going to come out under the Sony uh, marketing brand. Is that correct? Correct. The the devices will be Sony branded. Yes. Okay. But WSA will also continue to function in the prescriptive realm for the providers. Is that correct? Yeah. As you as you may know, right, is is uh, we have a portfolio of brands. Um, and our brands have their own product portfolio and, you know, their own go-to-market um, and operate, you know, fairly independently. Um, and and that we continue, right? This is also a new channel um, and that is Sony branded. We will not bring, uh, you know, Signia branded or Widex branded OTC solutions uh, to the market. Yeah, yeah. So as, as, we, as we kind of, think about this the significance of this partnership you know we've talked about it from the consumer standpoint and we've kind of touched on it from the provider standpoint so as you're communicating here with the audience which is primarily the providers what can you share with them as they start to think about offering this in their practices or if they should see these patients i know the product is not out yet but as they start to think about these patients coming into their practices yeah, I, I think um, as you said, right? I, we're 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 not uh, yet in a position to talk about the specific solution that we're going to offer. Um, so you know, I want to try to limit this to to a bit more high level uh, direction. But I I think when you look at the opportunity space from a hearing care professional point of view, I think the first one is as I said, the research indicates that a lot of consumers expect these type of solutions to be available. At the, at, at the hearing care professional. So with new entrants, right, there will be more noise, there will be more communication around hearing care, which will lead to more consumers, right, shopping for solutions, and, and they expect to find them in, in their stores. So I think that's one opportunity where they probably don't need to do anything, right, but will benefit. Um, I think the other element which is there, if you, if you make a OTC solution part of your solution, your portfolio of solutions, I think you can, you know, you can make sure that you use that in your advertising to specifically right, drive, uh, you know, consumers to your own franchise. So I think that's the second element. And then the third element, and I'm sure all hearing care professionals, right, that are, that are watching this will, will recognize, is it happens a lot that consumers make an appointment you spend your time, you know, doing the uh, the examination, the consultation, and you you you, you even let people experience the benefit, right? Uh, in 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 a fitting, and then consumers decide not to buy, right? And and for some of them that might be uh, for reasons that it is too costly, or um, or that they you know find this not good enough, or that stigma still plays a role. Um, I think. For those consumers, right, that basically would otherwise also walk out, right, without being served, um, there is a great opportunity to say, look, but we also have a solution that gets you a lot of the benefits, 
um, uh, you know, and that is you know of a, of a brand you know and 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 more affordable. Um, so you could also at the end of the of the sales cycle, of course, right, offer that. And I think the other part, which is also not unimportant, right, is this will bring consumers earlier into the category. And as we all know, your hearing loss progresses over time. And so many you know, consumers for whom OTC solutions will bring good benefits and they're happy consumers, over time, we expect that a lot of them will also start to seek right professional support and, and, and professional solutions that are being going to be fitted by the hearing care professionals. So I think there, there are quite a number of angles uh, where we see that this could benefit the, uh, the hearing care professionals. Yeah, Martin, it sounds like it's a win-win, not only for the consumers, but also for the providers. And as you pointed out, I think it's going to open up a, a, uh, a catalyst of new and younger generational users uh, because you've got, uh, as you pointed out, different form factors. You've got different uh, you've got different offerings within the technology itself. Some of these younger folks are a little more tech savvy. They should be able to help themselves. But there's also a need uh, for the provider to to take care of individuals who you know recognize and, and realize that they need a professional services. So it's a it's a product mix. And just as the industry is changing, the providers also have to be able and willing to move as the market is moving. And so, as we, you know, as we wrap up this interview, um, you know, I'll be curious to see in a couple of years. Hopefully, we can get you back on to see what those trends are and how much we've actually moved that needle. Because uh, we've been looking at uh, this market here for for thirty or year, years or so, and the needle has moved slightly each year, basically based on organic growth. Um, I'll be very, very curious to see if we exceed that and how much we exceed it by, and where those expectations are being met. Yeah, I know, and and I will gladly take you up on that invite to to come back. Um, I think we all want the same, right? Is we want to bring consumers in earlier because we know it it's good for preservation of of hearing, yeah, by by starting early. But it's also you know making consumers' life better, right? That they're going to be happier people. Um, I think the other part is that we bring in more consumers, right? Because there's also still a lot of quite old consumers that would benefit from hearing aids that are not being served. And, and I think we would all be proud, right? The, the, the both parties in the partnership, but certainly also, you know, our, our partners in, uh, in, in, in the hearing care professionals, if we would be really able to show the average age of the first time user, right? Has really moved down. And if the penetration would not be around 30%, but, Let's say more around sixty percent, right? Um, I think then then we would all be uh, could be then we could all be very proud of ourselves. Yeah, Martin. Yeah, Martin. I really appreciate the time you've taken. I'm really uh, interested to have you back on down the road as as the market evolves and we start to see the technology evolve, the the uh, industry evolve, and of course consumers be helped. And uh, wishing you guys all the best of luck and. Uh, uh, again, we'll uh, we'll chat in a, in a few years here. That's great. Thank you very much.